are Locked On Blackhawks, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into the Locked On Blackhawks podcast, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Today is Wednesday, January 13th, 2021. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. You can find me out on Twitter at JackBushman2, or you can also check out my Strictly Blackhawks account at Talkin' Hockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. If you like what you're hearing today, then be sure to subscribe to the podcast for free wherever you may listen to your podcast, whether that be through Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, etc. You'll be able to get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day. Also, please go follow the Lockdown Blackhawks Twitter page at capital L, capital O, underscore Blackhawks, with some really good content being posted there every day as well. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning into the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast. Today is the day we've all been waiting ever so long for. NHL hockey is back. Opening night is tonight, a handful of games around the slate, including... The Chicago Blackhawks taking on the defending Stanley Cup champion Tampa Bay Lightning. From here on out, there will be NHL action for the next 126 consecutive days. Music to my ears, folks. Blackhawks hockey is back. NHL hockey is back. Couldn't be more excited to finally be able to break down some game action here on the podcast. But for tonight, the Blackhawks are down in Tampa Bay. The game kicks off at 7 p.m. Central Time. Of course, the Lightning will be having their banner ceremony for winning the 2020 Stanley Cup Championship, finally getting over the hump in the Eastern Conference. And as I talked about with Lockdown Lightning host Adam Denker on yesterday's episode, I hope you all were sure to check that out. If not, be sure to go do so. There's a ton of great Lightning info in there that you'd probably like to know since (laughs) they're our new division rival this year. But for those who haven't given that episode a listen yet, Tampa Bay has a vast majority of their core pieces returning to the lineup here in 2021. Steven Stamkos is coming off an injury. He's finally healthy. Kalorn's still there. Johnson, Point, Palat, Gord, Sorelli, Coleman, Goudreau, Maroon. The offense is essentially the same once again this season. The only difference right now is that uh, Nikita Kucherov is on long-term injured reserve. He's likely out for the entire year. Even on defense, it's still Hedman, McDonough, Mikhail Sergachev. They still have Eric Cernak. Jan Ruda, Blackhawks legend, will be in the lineup tonight. Luke Shen's still there, too. It's not the deepest of defenses, but they got a strong top three. And, of course, Vasilevsky is still holding down the fort in net. So, still an incredibly talented Lightning roster once again. I think we can all agree they're the favorite here in the Central Division. So, a tough test for the Blackhawks right out of the gate, especially with the banner ceremony. You know, after watching all that happen, the Lightning will likely have some extra fuel in their jets. Um, but at the same time, you know, it's it's been three months since... Any team has seen game action, uh, and everyone only had a week of preparation and training camp for the season opener, so even with a loaded roster on the other side, it's probably going to be a pretty sloppy game tonight, so I'm not going to count the Blackhawks out just yet. By the way, yesterday was quite the day for Blackhawks news. We saw them name their taxi squad for the start of the year. They sent a bunch of prospects down to Rockford, and that essentially made their final NHL roster set in stone for tonight. So 
First defenseman Anton Lindholm and Nick Sealer, forward John Quenville and goaltender Matt Tompkins, they were all placed on waivers on Monday. Well, they all went unclaimed through the waivers process, and they were sent down to Rockford. And on Tuesday, uh, they were sent down along with prospects Andre Altibarmakian, Evan Barrett, Mate Halupa, Mackenzie Entwistle, Reese Johnson, Chad Chris, Kale Morris, Cam Morrison, Tim Soderlund, Alec Regula, and Michael Tepley. All these players were invited to Blackhawks training camp, but ultimately they didn't make the team's final NHL roster. So now they're down with Rockford, and they're all going to get great experiences, and, and playing down there is going to help them take that next step in their development. So while it is unfortunate that they didn't make the team don't look down on that. Rockford is still going to be a very beneficial spot for these guys. And also, keep in mind that with the Blackhawks in the midst of this rebuild and they're not expected to make the Stanley Cup playoffs this year, there will likely be a lot of NHL call-ups throughout the course of the season. So I'm sure we'll see a couple of these guys up at the NHL at some point. And honestly, all these guys, they've been called important pieces of the Blackhawks' future. So I'm, I'm really not discouraged at all for any of them being sent down to the AHL. I'm, I'm actually excited to see what's in store for these prospects down there, especially guys like uh, Regula and Tepley, both first-year pros who the Blackhawks feel they have pretty high ceilings. I'm interested to see how they fare against grown men this year. And also, Entwistle, Johnson, Chris, and Soderlin, they all were with Rockford for the majority of last season. So this is a big second year here for their development. They're trying to take that next step the Blackhawks are hoping they take the next step, and I fully expect to see a handful of this group that was sent down to Rockford up at the NHL level at some point in 2021. All right, ladies and gentlemen, coming up in just a minute, I am going to talk about head coach Jeremy Colleton's recent contract extension, as well as the Blackhawks' six-man taxi squad to start the season. But first, I need to talk to you all about rockauto.com. Rock Auto is a family business serving auto parts customers online for over 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of different manufacturers. One reason to repair and maintain your cars is to save money that you can use for, you know, other important things like your mortgage or food. Why would you choose to spend 30%, 50%, or even 100% more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store or a new car dealership? Chain stores, ugh. They have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers, while rockauto.com's prices are the same for everybody, and let me tell you a, a little secret, they're reliably low every time. The rockauto.com catalog is also extremely unique and remarkably easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle, you can choose the different brands, specifications, and best, the prices that you prefer. Best of all, Prices at rockauto.com, as I said, they're always reliably low, and they're the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts that you will ever need for your car or truck. This is the Locked On Blackhawks podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. 
2020 is mercifully over, and it's time for a fresh start and a few more wins. If you're betting this year and want more wins, then be sure to listen to Lockdown Bets with your boy Q and Lee Sterling of Paramount Sports. They're picking college basketball, football, and NBA locks all winter long. Be sure to subscribe to Lockdown Bets wherever you may listen to your podcasts. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I just finished up discussing the Blackhawks prospects that were sent down to Rockford on Tuesday. And with all that occurring, the Hawks were left with six players for their 2021 taxi squad at the start of the season. And those six players are forwards Brandon Hagel and Philip Kurashev, defenseman Nicholas Bodan, Lucas Carlson, and Wyatt Kalanick, and goaltender Kevin Lankinen. And I like this move by the Blackhawks for a couple of different reasons. First, the 2021 AHL regular season, that doesn't begin until February 5th, which is nearly a month away. So it makes perfect sense to keep these top prospects around for an extra month. Let them learn how to be pros from the veterans in the locker room, Kane, Keith, Seabrook, if Taves ever rejoins the team. Then they also get to practice with these guys for some extra time as well. So uh, I know that they're not going to be playing at all, or they're very likely not going to be playing at all, but... They weren't going to anyway with Rockford not starting till February 5th, so there's no reason to send them down to the AHL early. I thought this was a good call here from the Blackhawks front office, especially in a rebuild. They've said the future is all about the youth movement and the decision to keep these prospects on the taxi squad. It's just that, and it was nice to see the Blackhawks stay true to their word here and uh, follow through with these actions. What I am interested to see, though, is once February 5th arrives... Who's going to stay on the taxi squad and who's going to be sent down to Rockford? Because without a doubt, all of these top prospects could use some consistent playing time. That's certainly better than sitting on the taxi squad all season. So I expect at least Kalanick and Lankinen to be sent down when the time comes. But I believe Hagel, Kirishev, Bodan, and Carlson, they're right there in terms of skill set for the NHL. I think they could be here to stay once the AHL season kicks off in a little under a month. But at the same time, I wouldn't be too surprised to see any of those four sent down to Rockford as well. So there's the Blackhawks six-man taxi squad for the beginning of the year. And with that, by the process of elimination, we can kind of precisely predict who's going to be in the opening night lineup against Tampa Bay. But before we get into all of that, I, I got to backtrack a little bit, ladies and gentlemen. Before all these roster moves occurred on Tuesday, Early in the morning, the Blackhawks made the bold move to give head coach Jeremy Colleton a two-year contract extension, even though he was already signed through the end of the season. And that's honestly the biggest problem I have with this move. I'm not mad that Colleton's now signed through 2023. He really hasn't been able to be judged up to this point so far. What I am upset with, though, is um, that the Blackhawks, they just I feel they jumped the gun a little bit, in my opinion. If it were my decision, I would have let the season play out, see how Colleton fared during the first year of this rebuild, and then in the offseason, go back and determine whether or not he's been successful enough to earn a contract extension. That was, that was my problem I had with it. But at the same time, without Jonathan Taze, Kirby Doc, and Alex Nylander, will we really be able to judge Colleton off this year? Like, I don't know, but Clearly, the Blackhawks front office is confidence in Colleton to be the guy to right this ship here in Chicago, and it's definitely a questionable decision. I mean, the franchise, they don't appear to be any closer to reopening that championship window from when Colleton first arrived, 
And he also, he has a, a mediocre 62-58-17 and 17 regular season head coaching record. Not exactly the best, so I personally just would have been a little more hesitant, but at the same time, think about, you got to think about what Colleton has dealt with the last two years. You know, he took over for Joel Quenville in the middle of the season. He didn't get a training camp or any preparation with his team, uh, and there were some pretty unrealistic expectations following uh, in the footsteps of Coach Q, the second winningest coach in NHL history. So that season was kind of a wash. And then last year, COVID hits before the season ends. We, we don't know how the Blackhawks were going to finish. So we really haven't been able to put a finger on how well Colleton has done since taking over as head coach. So I can't really tell you if this was a good or bad move at the moment. I think it would be uh, an injustice to judge Colleton off of, you know, what we only know now. And I think only time will tell if this was a smart move. At the end of the day, it's all about winning. And if Colleton is, isn't able to do that in the next two or three years, once, you know, the Blackhawks get healthy and they get the ball rolling a little bit in terms of this rebuilding process, if Colleton's not winning by, the by you know, 2022, 2023, then this extension may look like a disaster when us Blackhawks fans look back at it in five years or so. All right, ladies and gentlemen, coming up in just a minute, I am going to talk about the Blackhawks opening night lineup, plus some of the odds for tonight's matchup against the Tampa Bay Lightning. And speaking of the odds, if you want to check them out yourself, then be sure to go to betonline.ag. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action by going to betonline.ag. Your online sportsbook experts and use our promo code locked on one word in all caps to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Are you ready for some football? The NFL playoffs are heading into the divisional round and there's only one place that has you covered for all your betting needs and one place that we trust and that's betonline.ag. You can also visit the Locked On Podcast Network's exclusive partner on social media at betonline underscore ag to take advantage of the best bonuses in the business. Sign up for a free account and be sure to use that promo code LOCKEDON, one word in all caps, to receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first betonline.ag deposit. This is the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast. As always, I'm your host, Jack Bushman. The NHL regular season is about to be underway, and the best way to keep track of it all is by subscribing to Lockdown NHL. Local experts each week bring you the biggest stories, game recaps, and fantasy advice all in one podcast. Be sure to subscribe to Lockdown NHL wherever you may listen to your podcasts. Okay, I just finished up discussing head coach Jeremy Colleton's contract extension. Now, I wanted to get into what we know about the Blackhawks lineup tonight against the Tampa Bay Lightning. So, with all the prospects being sent down to Rockford and the taxi squad being named, we can essentially figure out the Blackhawks lineup tonight at this point. And starting with the top line, I don't think there's any doubt that Alex Dabrinkit, Dylan Strome, and Patrick Kane will be that trio. They've been together throughout training camp and in the scrimmages so far, so I fully expect to see them together once again as the Blackhawks' top forward line. As for the second and third lines, 
This is the part of the lineup that's still a bit of a mystery. I believe that the Blackhawks will roll with Dominic Kubalik, Pia Suter, and Brandon Peary as the second line. They've been skating together a bit in recent days. All three have great offensive skill sets, and they've been moving the puck well. So I hope that Colleton keeps that trio together tonight. And I'm also really curious to see how Pia Suter fares at center, because if he does well, then I don't think the Blackhawks are going to be using Carl Soderberg at center once he joins the team. And by the way, Soderberg is now in Chicago. He finally figured out his visa issues, but he is mandated to quarantine for another week, meaning he will not join the Blackhawks for their four-game road trip in Florida to start the season. But good news nonetheless that Soderberg has finally arrived to Chicago. We're going to need him in our lineup, obviously, without Taves and Doc. We're probably going to struggle a little bit offensively, and that's where Soderberg can help the Blackhawks. Moving on to the third line now, I think the smart choice would be, go, would be to go with Matthias Janmark, Lucas Walmark, and Andrew Shaw. I think that would be a solid checking line for the Blackhawks. All three players can hop in the faceoff dot and, and win a draw if need be. All three are penalty kill guys. So I think this combination would make a lot of sense for the lineup. And that leaves Matthew Highmore, David Camp, and Ryan Carpenter as the Blackhawks' fourth line. And they've been, they've been cash money records uh, where dreams come true uh, throughout training camp so far. They absolutely dominated that scrimmage at the United Center on Sunday. I know you don't want to look, look too much into a team scrimmage. You know, guys are kind of just going through the motions and whatnot. But they've been performing really well together. And I'm really excited to see if that line can pick up right where they left off in the 2020 postseason. Then, on defense, I don't think there's going to be any real surprises here. I expect to see Duncan Keith and Connor Murphy up on the top pairing. Then, Calvin DeHaan and rookie Ian Mitchell on the second pairing. So excited to see Mitchell finally make his NHL debut tonight. Uh, and that leaves Nikita Zadorov, who is now back from his groin injury that kept him out for a couple of days. And you can expect him to be skating alongside Adam Boquist on the third defensive pairing. At the moment, Brent Seabrook has not returned skating, according to general manager Stan Bowman, but the hope is that he will soon, and the organization will also soon announce why he was absent throughout training camp. And with Seabrook out, it looks like either Nicholas Bodan or Lucas Carlson will have the opportunity to serve as the team's seventh defenseman. I don't know if either will see any action, but... Still, a huge opportunity there without Siebes. Hopefully, he'll be ready to go sometime soon, but it sounds like it won't be for at least the next couple of weeks. Before I wrap up this episode, I definitely wanted to be sure to talk about the lines and odds for tonight's matchup between the Blackhawks and Lightning, courtesy of the Locked On Podcast Network's exclusive partner, BetOnline.ag. Of course, and according to BetOnline right now, the Lightning money line are minus 238, which puts them as the heavy favorites have, heading into tonight. The Blackhawks are at plus 212. So if you're feeling ballsy, throw a nice 10 bucks on the Blackhawks tonight. And if they win straight up, you could take home $21.20 of profit. I wouldn't recommend it, though, uh, against the defending Stanley Cup champion Lightning. But hey, crazier things have happened in hockey. As Adam Denker mentioned on yesterday's episode... Even the lowly Detroit Red Wings beat the Lightning last year, so anything can happen in this sport. As far as the puck lines, 
The Blackhawks are plus one and a half at minus 125. And the Lightning are minus one and a half at plus 105. That honestly seems like the best bet right now. I know it's hard to bet puck lines because of all the empty netters and, so, and stuff. It's, it's just such a gamble at the end of the game. Um, but if you put $50 on the Lightning to win by two, and, and they do, you take home $52.50 of profit. I know that, that sounds horrible coming from a Blackhawks fan, but come on. You don't think this Lightning team can win by two goals? Because I, I certainly do. Another bet also that sounds tempting is the over at six and a half. With the Blackhawks having so many question marks in net and the Lightning's offense is absolutely loaded, I think there's a strong chance that Tampa Bay puts up, you know, four, five, or maybe even six themselves in this game. So I like the over at six and a half. It's at plus 106 at the moment. I think that's pretty favorable. So I'd have to say my two favorite bets from this matchup tonight would have to be the Lightning minus one and a half and the over on six and a half. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I think that will wrap up Wednesday, January 13th episode of Locked On Blackhawks. Thank you again for tuning into the show, and be sure to subscribe and to follow the Locked On Blackhawks podcast for free right now on your favorite podcast app, and you'll get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day. And after the show, ask your smart device to play the Locked On NHL podcast. The NHL regular season is about to be underway, and the best way to keep track of it all is by subscribing to Lockdown NHL. Local experts each week bring you the biggest stories, game recaps, and fantasy advice all in one podcast. Be sure to subscribe to Lockdown NHL wherever you may listen to your podcasts. Once again, thank you for tuning into today's episode. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. You can catch me on Twitter at my personal account, at JackBushman2. Or you can also find me on my Strictly Blackhawks account at Talkin' Hockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. For any questions at all regarding anything related to the show, feel free to email LockdownBlackhawks at gmail.com. You can hit me on one of my Twitter accounts or you can call 708-653-0572 to leave a voicemail. So until tomorrow's episode, go Hawks! Let's start the season out on a good note. And thanks again for listening to the Locked On Blackhawks podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.